Welcome to Behind the Scenes with Sav. I'm Savannah, digital creator, tarot reader, entrepreneur, and podcast host. On the show, we get real and expose the unfiltered experiences of life. Are you ready for all this? Let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes with Sav. I'm your host, Savannah Ishara. And today is a special episode because I am sitting down to record my birthday episode. So welcome. This is special because I decided to launch this podcast officially on my birthday this Tuesday, July 12th. And it's interesting because up until this point, I have been recording these episodes weekly, sometimes multiple episodes a week for about two months now. (laughs) Uh, And and they haven't been going anywhere. I've been working on them and then, of course, editing them. But there hasn't been any response or like engagement from you, the listener, of course, because they hadn't been published yet. And so I told myself that I would stockpile 10 episodes uh, after I was doing a little bit of podcast research. The experts recommend having at least 10 to start with, launching with a few, and then kind of sprinkling out the rest while you get your momentum going. And then you can put yourself on a weekly or bi-weekly schedule, just depending on how often the podcaster wants to publish and record and do all of that. So I plan on publishing one episode a week, maybe two, depending on my workflow and how things go initially. But up until that point, I was like, all right, let me just record 10. And I have a list of topics. I have another list full of guests. I have so many talented people that I know, um, one of which you've already heard from, Nicole Reese. She's amazing. She's an eco-village specialist. And she was actually the first person. That was the first episode I recorded. Um, it ended up being episode three. But that was the first episode I recorded ever. <laughs> uh, and Nicole was so sweet. I've interviewed people before and obviously I can have conversations and I'm familiar with being on social media and being on camera and all of that good stuff. So that progression was natural for me. But Nicole was amazing and it really just ignited my spark for wanting to have more of my super talented, very gifted friends on the podcast to give them a voice, to give them room on my platform and to help spread their message because a lot of the people that I work with and I know are good, solid people who are crazy talented and have big missions and big hearts and big dreams, um, just, you know, like me and like you, if you're listening. And so to be able to provide a platform to help expand that just feels really good. So of course, you'll get to see more of that. If you yourself have a, a passion project or are an entrepreneur, feel free to reach out to me. I'll have a contact info in the show notes. And we can get that going because I would love to continue to just expand and grow this behind the scenes with Sav fam. This is going to be more of a a chatty update episode. I may get a little coachy that tends to happen when I get into like reflective mindset Sav conversation. (laughs) So uh, that's just what it's going to be. And it's going to be great. This has been a whirlwind of a year for me. I had finished my first year in business as a, I guess, technically a consultant. At least that's what I put on my taxes. But I had done a sprinkle of everything, mostly social media. Uh, The later half of 2021, I began coaching officially. I kind of made the switch from social media managing to coaching, but I was still very much doing both. However, there's a part of me that is still very unhappy. (laughs) 
and just maybe not unhappy i don't want to place happiness on like my work life and productivity that's not the right word unsatisfied and if you know anything about human design or if you yourself are a manifesting generator generator or a generator you know that our alignment like the way that we know that we're in alignment is by the feeling of satisfaction and when we're not in alignment our emotion will convey that by uh, feeling frustrated so i feel unsatisfied just because you know i've been in business and working for myself for almost two years but i feel like that first year was a lot of education and investing in that education and learning and growing and kind of figuring out pivoting 27 times sheesh i feel like i was doing something different all the time i still feel that way but i have more of a general sense of the direction i'm going and who i'm helping but even that still changes because i'll get a whirlwind of opportunities that'll kind of push me in a different direction and it forces me to go back to the drawing board and go okay like how do i convey this from a brand perspective right and and, you know if you're if you work for yourself or you have an online brand or a page like you can understand this unless you have one dedicated service you offer like you're a photographer it doesn't really change too much but the way that you brand that can right that can totally change are you focusing on portraits right with your photography are you doing special events weddings are you in the music industry do you do live events what's the situation you know and as you grow as an artist that will change i've experienced that even though i wouldn't deem my work as categorically artistic i am an artist that comes out in everything that i do because of that there is a lot of pivoting and rebranding and going okay does this still all feel authentic is this still attracting the right person is this still in alignment with the message that i i feel inspired by that's hard because every time you pivot it can feel like you're doing something new or at least i've experienced that it's hard to measure that traction when you feel like you're pivoting all the time and it's just like, dang, I just want to find my groove and my momentum and my flow. And I have yet to find my flow in business uh, in a way that I'm satisfied with and in a way that I'm proud of, honestly. And that's just being real, you know, because you're not really going to see that on Instagram, on social media. This podcast specifically, just like in the intro, you know i'm dedicated to to bringing you the tea and not just like the chatty gossip tea but like the real authentic truth right the unfiltered truth uh behind the scenes of what things are actually like the good the bad and the ugly i think that's important because we get so much filtered versions of things online and even you know through friends right or people that we know like because it's hard to be vulnerable and be real but that is in my nature that is something that i'm not always comfortable with, but I'm committed to because I would much rather have real than altered or filtered to an extent, right? And even if you choose to alter or filter something, like there can be a, a real transparency behind that or along with that that still makes it relatable and authentic. That's what I aim to do with you here every week. I think you can all feel in my energy and hear in my voice that that is like, I'm not here to play games as far as that's concerned, right? I trust that if you're listening to this, you also align with that. However, that means for me, I have to continuously hold myself to that standard of being real and authentic with you, even when it's about me and my business and what I'm up to, right? And so let's pivot and get into that. So what have I been up to? 
I have been up to so many different things, which I actually do feel like are in alignment with me and my interests and my passions and the things that light me up. Like I mentioned earlier, being a generator, that's one of our, that's our jam, right? Like our job in life, our energetic signature works best when we respond to the things that life brings us. But the key is that we have to respond to the right things. When we respond to the right things, we light up like little energy batteries, and then we are the batteries that charge the rest of the population. I think generators make up for about 70% of the population. So we're the majority as far as human design is concerned. We supply a majority of the energy for everybody else. We're the only energy type manifesting generators and generators that have our own motor that can generate our own energy. Everybody else vibes off of us. (laughs) So while that's great, that only happens, that magic can only be unlocked when we respond to the right things. Otherwise, we can drain a room just as quickly as we can light one up. And I definitely have experienced that. My friends have experienced that with me when I'm like not a happy camper. I don't give a shit. I will be the Debbie Downer. I will leave. I will sit down on the dance floor. Like I don't care because it really does feel like that much of a zap of an energy drain, a short circuit. And I literally just can't entertain. (laughs) I can't entertain it. Just like this podcast. It's like, I gotta be real, right? Like I can't, I can't not. In that same breath, The things that I've been up to have been lighting me up. As you saw, or if you follow me online, I was chosen to be a unicorn, which is basically a brand ambassador for a festival representing iHeartRaves. That was totally my jam. Um, I'm not sure if the unicorn episode has come out yet, but if not, it'll be coming out soon. And I basically just give a, a full recap about my experience. I give tips and tricks if you're looking to become a unicorn or if you are have been chosen to be one and you're looking for guidance or just insight there. Like I have a whole recap of that episode. But that was beautiful and wonderful because it was everything that I wish my life was. <laughs> I mean my life is. I just I don't get to do all of my all of my jam like I don't get to encompass all of that version of me all the time right like the version of me that's into makeup that's into music that's into dance that's a leader that's a uh, a performer that's a model you know I got to be all of that in one weekend and it did take a lot from me but in the best way like I was I was so present and lit up by everything I was doing. I was lighting up everyone around me and it felt, I was drained at the end of the day, but like it was such a good feeling. Like it felt like all my energy went to the right place, to the right people, and I was satisfied. And that is the million dollar emotion. That's the million dollar vibration for a generator. And that experience really did leave me feeling that way. And so immediately my entrepreneur brain goes, okay, well, how do we do this but make money from it, right? How do we get into a position where we can be paid to do this? And I know it's possible. I know people who are doing that. I know that it's a thing. But then here we go with the pivot, right? Well, it's like, all right, well, how do I pivot from being this model and coach and social media manager online into being this like festy bestie, (laughs) you know? And I have some ideas, some of which you may have seen have already kind of like come into play a little bit. But I just am myself. I am myself and branding and marketing me as myself and all of my versions has not been easy. I'm sure if you have seen any information about how to build a brand, 
uh, and stay true to that brand, it, the top top number one tip is to have a niche, right? Like, don't be for everyone. Niche down. Choose one thing and run with that, and you can expand later. I feel like I've done that to an extent. But like I mentioned, if I'm not lit up by something, I can't fake that funk. I can't continue to make content about something that's not inspiring. I can't commit and be consistent to a type of content or a type of a topic that is not giving what it needs to give, you know? That's why you all will see me pivot. My my nature is true. What I've shown online is what I've always shown online and what I'll continue to show online. Makeup, fashion, fitness, fun times, adventure, boom. Like that is sav. But as far as like what I can offer people, you know, I offer tarot, I offer coaching. Coaching is something that is really passionate to me. I'm I'm passionate about. <laughs> Where was I going with that? But that I don't feature highlight because it's such potent energy and then something i really pour myself into when i'm working with coaching clients that i don't want to necessarily like oversell it you know or or have someone come across me offering my coaching services and feel like i'm being salesy well if i don't tell people that i have this offer that no one's gonna buy it and benefit from the magic that it is to work with me but I want to present that in a way that doesn't come across as salesy. However, at the end of the day, if you don't want to buy something, you're going to feel like you're being sold. If you need something and someone presents the offer to you, then it's like, yes, please take my money. Like, I need this, right? Hello, Amazon. Finding that balance there with something that's a really precious container has been interesting for me. I also am I'm not always available for coaching because it is such a high level investment from the client monetarily and energetically and from me monetarily and energetically because coaches need coaches and I have to pour into myself with guidance while I'm also coaching other people. While I do see myself doing more of that and, and intuitively I'm being called, I feel like, or divinely guided to open that back up, navigating that along with all of my other things online has been tricky. So you may be asking yourself, all right, well, how does this correlate with your birthday? Well, this correlates with my birthday because I think naturally for everyone, or at least those that are that practice self-awareness and reflection, a birthday is a time to reflect, right? Like, sure, it's a time to celebrate and have the spotlight on you, you know, whatever, eat some cake, plan a party. Spiritually, at least for me, it's also a time of reflection. Like, it's kind of like when I get pulled into the spotlight, I pull myself into the spotlight and I look at myself and I'm like, hey, what have you been up to for the past year? What do you want to be up to for the next year? How are you feeling right now? Oh my gosh, I'm about to get emotional. <laughs> Dang, I set the intention to be raw and real and you're going to get some classic, classic cancer tears on the podcast. All right, I'm going to take a moment and we're going to continue forward. Coming into review and asking myself like, all right, what is it that I have been up to and what do I want to continue to be up to? And for the past few years, when I started doing this practice of like really reflecting, I've been unsatisfied. And it's hard because I think when you're younger, especially like if in school, for example, they had you make like a five year, five year plan as a senior. I remember that was part of our our like work or senior project was to create a five year plan. Right. And I wrote in my five year plan. I wish I still had it. 
I probably do have it somewhere because I'm a, a pack rat at heart. It's probably somewhere. But I distinctly remember writing or adding in there like i had curated this whole persona for this five-year plan so what you graduated when you're 18 what's that five years 23 19, 20, yeah 23 i thought by the time that i was 23 i would be driving around in a red maserati i would be a successful like business owner model socialite or something i don't remember what i put down as far as like career wise and I would just be like living the life, the classic top-down, palm tree-lined LA girl life. And and to an extent, honestly, I, I have. I have lived that in moments, and I do get to live that in moments, but that is not my everyday reality. I'm actually pretty far, I feel like, from who I thought I would be and who I hope to be and the potential that I hope to reach and that I know I can fulfill. But it's been really challenging. It's been so challenging. It's been challenging with my mental health. It's been challenging spiritually. It's been challenging relationship-wise with the people that are around me. Not that they've been challenging, but just maintaining all of that while also going after a dream. And so for me, it's been hard to separate the feeling of success with how much money I'm making. And that is like, a trap. It's an American trap, okay? Please don't buy into that if you can help it because I know deep down and I believe deep down and I'm sure you've heard this if you practice spirituality in any sense that because we are born, we are worthy. We simply belong. We don't need to have anything, do anything, be anything, wear anything, buy anything to prove our worth. We are inherently worthy as human beings, period. I believe that. I do believe that. However, we are human beings that live in a materialistic world, a very individualistic world, and specifically in the United States, more specifically in Los Angeles, a very hyperinflated, consumeristic, uh, it's just like this wild reality. And so it's, it's hard not to equate how well you're actually doing with the money that you're making. And I think a lot of people think, okay, well, I'm doing well because I'm making six figures, you know, whatever. But it's like, how are you actually doing? I know lots of wealthy people, or, or not even wealthy, I'll just say people that are making six figures and above. I feel like that's the benchmark, even though now today six figures doesn't get you very far, unfortunately. But it's still a good marker. What is that, like 8K a month, six figures before taxes? Yeah, 8K. Who are miserable? who do not have their lives together, who are barely hanging in there, who are still living paycheck to paycheck, right? And so by their terms, I guess on paper, you could look at that and go, okay, like I see a success, right? Like you're doing something. For me, I look at my life and I'm like, okay, I'm not where I want to be. Like I have earned great amounts of money in my previous lives doing lots of different things. Most of my, my time and my work has been in hospitality, I definitely did not feel very fulfilled or very like I, I was moving with purpose. And now I do feel that way most of the time. As far as the money matching up to that, it hasn't yet. And I know for so many entrepreneurs, it doesn't. It doesn't for a while. And there's a tipping point where they it's like they go viral, right? Not necessarily viral in the social media sense, but they start selling a bunch of programs or they get picked up by a great uh, job or team or like something, a shift will happen, but they have to chip away with the hammer at the dream for 
sometimes a really long time until that tipping point happens. And so for me, I am there with my little hammer chipping away. Uh, (laughs) And it's hard. It's hard and it's lonely and it's confusing at times because my journey with entrepreneurship is going to look different than every other journey there's ever been ever as far as being self-employed and entrepreneur life right um and that's the that is the game it's figuring out how to get your slice of pie your way and that's what's beautiful about it like the fact that i get to do my own thing and the fact that it's 5 p.m on a thursday and i just came back from the gym in the middle of the day and now i get to sit down and record this like that's amazing and i think a lot of people would find success within that it's just it's tricky it's tricky because we always are wanting more and wanting better balance and wanting to feel seen and validated and truthfully i definitely don't feel that way yet as an entrepreneur we have to give that validation to ourselves because there is no boss there is no three percent raise which is a joke by the way but at least that's like a little acknowledgement of doing well i guess right there's no bonuses there's no company retreats it is just us until we can grow our team and build if that's what we want and then we implement those things for ourselves even now with a team of just one which is me i have to implement that for myself so it's like i have a choice i could celebrate on my birthday and acknowledge how far i've come and how much i've chipped away at my entrepreneur rock in comparison to where i was this time last year or i could look at the rock in its entirety and feel bad about that about the fact that there there may still be so much more rock or the fact that my rock hasn't helped as many people or the fact that i have a great wonderful magical rock full of value and joy and purpose but that no one seems to see that and that's that's what's so hard about this journey i didn't realize this was going to be a talk about entrepreneurship but i can't not talk about it because it has consumed me it's consumed my life (laughs) a lot this year and last year I want to be real about that, that it's not for everybody. I also want to acknowledge the fact that it's okay if you need to go out and work a little side hustle or pick up a casual job to support the dream, the dream of eventually working for yourself. And I may be coming up against that, which is okay. It's hard for me and I'm resisting it because I there's a part of me that feels like, oh no, you know, you're selling out, you're throwing in the towel. But it's like, no, like I have to fund the dream, right? Like the world still turns and things have to be paid for and costs come up. And the difference between back in the day and now is that I have a sense of purpose and a defined thing that I'm working on and I'm pushing forward. Whereas before I was just making money for the weekend making money for the fun stuff, making money for the adult stuff. And like, that was it versus now, like have my business set up and it is earning in a sense and growing in many senses, but just not at the level that's fully self-sustaining. And that's okay. It's okay to admit that it's okay to be at that point. Like I mentioned before, a lot of people are at that point, you know, and you may see online that people are reporting really big numbers or big months or whatever, but that's not their profit. They may show you what their income is or what they're they've netted that month but that's not everything after expenses after taxes after paying out their teams if they have a team after paying off their credit cards you know that were racked up with maybe the ways that they've had to invest just keeping all of that in mind i think is humbling and helpful 
when it comes to looking around and going, hey, am I doing this right? Like, is this where I'm supposed to be? Battling all of that has taken a lot of mental energy this year. And I approach my birthday. I'm like, okay, can I just put that down and celebrate? I'm opening up about this to you because I have a lot of entrepreneur friends, listeners that are small business owners, people I've worked with that are brand owners and that are grinding out the same the same train, the same thing. And I just want you to know that you're not alone. It's okay. It's okay to go and get the side job or side hustle for your side hustle. It's okay to not feel like you're not making it. It's okay if you feel like you're not measuring the progress accurately or that you're still figuring out or that you haven't figured it out. And it's okay to feel like there isn't progress being made. But one thing that my bodybuilding journey has taught me, my fitness journey has taught me, is that progress is really measurable by the eye alone. I learned that in a big way when we were having to take progress pictures every week and weigh in every week, even though in my body and in the mirror, I didn't feel like things were changing. But over time, I could see that they had. And I had the quantifiable information to to show me that. And so maybe I just need to do a better job of measuring that for myself, for my business in a way that's not monetary because waiting or holding my breath until I feel like I've gotten to a place monetarily where it's like worth a celebration is pointless, right? What am I going to do? Maybe I'll have a party when I hit a million dollars profit, right? That's my goal, right? To be a millionaire. Like, duh, everybody wants to be a millionaire. And I think it's, it's definitely possible. This is not about whether or not I'm capable of that. It's about what do I do when I get there, right? Am I going to have a party? Hey, everyone, come to my party because I am officially worth seven figures. Woo. Ew. <laughs> I mean, maybe not ew. I would go to someone's millionaire party. Please invite me. If it's on a yacht, yeah, I'll be there. Maybe I'll put mine on a yacht. Hot. We love a yacht moment. No, I, all of that to say, like, I think it's good to give ourselves those little benchmarks and those check-ins and those self-validations because no one's going to do it for you. And even if you are in a typical job, a nine-to-five, honestly, how often do you feel like you're recognized for all the work that you put in and the growth that you've achieved there? I feel like some companies are better about it than others, but most companies don't care. They don't want to give you that recognition because they want you to think that you're not working hard enough so they can continue to exploit your energy, right? I've been victim to that for sure. Yeah, this is an interesting episode. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's not as celebratory as uh, you may have thought, right? And I, I might not title this like birthday episode or whatever, but it's real and it's where I'm at. I think it's okay to be here and I'm I'm happy to have this down recorded and sharing one because it's authentic, it's real, it's true, it's definitely relatable and two because I'm excited to have this documented so that I can look back on it in a year and see where I was at and compare the two, you know, that's that measure of progress that I just mentioned, right? So all my content creators out there making reels or videos or songs or taking photos or making photo shoots or whatever and documenting that process. Continue to do that because that's one of the best ways to reflect and put your artistic spin on it. That's it for today's episode. I hope you took some value from this and were able to feel a little seen in your journey if we're on similar paths. Let me know. 
either, you know, shoot me a DM or an email. And if you could take a moment to rate or review this podcast, that would be amazing. Seriously, the best birthday gift ever. Spotify, I think it's just a quick little tap for however many stars you want to leave or wherever you're listening to this. Even if you're just tapping for a rating, if you have time to leave a sentence, that would be awesome. If not, that's okay. I completely understand. But it does help this podcast reach more listeners just like you. And that honestly would be the best feeling to just know that we are making a bigger impact. So thank you again so, so much. And I will talk to you all soon. If you're taking away a little inspiration or wisdom from today's show, send it to a friend, post it on your socials, or leave a rating and review, all of which help to reach more listeners like